pickaxe. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to High Rollers, a Dungeons & Dragons podcast in the world of Aroes. Run by Dungeon Master Mark Shark Humes, with me, Tom, playing Keelak Adkalar, the bard slash cleric. I am Chris Trot. I am playing Lucius Viren Elowin Elanastio, and I am a High Elf Sorcerer. Hi, I'm Rhiannon, I'm playing Sentry, I am a Guardian Paladin. And I'm Kim, I'm playing Nova, who is an Air Ganassi, and she is a Hexblade Warlock. Once again, a big thank you to our sponsors, D&D Beyond and Brilliant.org. Stick around for the end to hear more about those. Vala finally wants to share some information about her past, and we meet a person we've heard a lot about. Welcome back to High Rollers. Uh, we took a break as the party are just getting up to some good old RP in Rose Hall at the moment. Uh, the party have raised the funds to heal their friend Arvel, the Dwarven Merchant. His leg has now been healed by the cleric Torval Blackhammer. Um, the party have also been accosted by uh, various members of the town um, in search of gold. Uh, they're asking for donations to help with their, their families or paying to get through the winter and all this kind of stuff. And they have made the decision to open up a charity fund that would be looked after by the owner of the tavern called uh, Rosalina, a halfling woman called Rosalina, uh, to help with the, the, the town in the future. Um, as we left it, Quill, Lucius, and the young teenager Valor had run off to talk about uh, their adventures and such things. Mm -hmm. um, meanwhile, Sentry, uh, Nova, and Arvel are all heading back from the temple. Is there anywhere you want to go? Anything you want to do? Um. No. <laughs> <laughs> just head back to the tavern, no? Okay. Let me just check my equipment. So you guys are uh, just head back to, to the tavern? Yeah. Um, I suppose, actually, you... Uh, Arvel would probably ask uh, for some of that gold to buy his uh, buy some new clothes, yeah. and you would probably stop by uh, the Dale Geld Provisions Company to buy some new clothing, um, just some tunics and things like that. Um, he needs about, I think it would be about five gold for a new set yeah, of traveling I'll clothes. So if you can, one of you can mark off that. Uh, I'll mark it off. Um, cool. It doesn't take very long to just like. There's plenty of stock dwarven tunics for Arvel to buy. Um, that you can do that. Nice. Uh, Quill and Lucius, uh, Valor leads you to the. I'm trying to think here where it would be. So that'd be to the north, the northwest. 
be the southeast corner of the town, um, a section of the wooden palisade wall near the river. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can hear the white breeze, this, uh, this large river that flows directly into the lake. Um, it's not a particularly fast-flowing river at this point. It's quite gentle. Mm -hmm. um, but there is an old watchtower uh, built from wood, um, just basically a little kind of platform with a roof that sits just above the palisade wall. I think we saw um, this watchtower on the way in. We, mm -hmm. I think it's the route we came Yeah, in. there's a couple of them stretched along the wall just uh, in case of wild elf attacks and things like that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, there doesn't appear to be any militia or harvest guard there. Vala kind of climbs away up um, and gestures you all to follow. The ladder is a little rickety and it is a bit cramped when you get up there, um, but you can see for miles, the direction you originally came from, so looking back out towards the south, towards the Bitterwood, which you can see just in the distance, on the very edge of the horizon, you can see like a thin line of, of trees with mountains eclipsing behind them. Um, wow. How far well, we've come. Mm. Fascinating. How beautiful the view is. Oh, yeah, looking that way, it's beautiful. Yeah. It must have been just like this when you were flying around up in the sky. No. Seeing everything in just bird's eye view. Bird's eye view. No, it was much higher up, actually. Yeah. Uh, and also, I don't like to think about it too much, actually. Oh, so, I'm sorry. Um, oh, I thought it was a cherished memory. Well, like but no, it must have been the view you had from the Sky City that you're not in. No, yeah, mostly clouds, actually. Oh, well, I suppose that's true. It's above the clouds, isn't it, each Sky City? Hmm? Is it above the clouds, each Sky uh, City? They pass through clouds. Oh, okay. I tend to not look over, I get a bit nauseated. Well, I imagine you might fall off. And if you fall off... You can't fall off. You can't fall off. No. Well, you could. <laughs> but there's some protection and whatnot. I would know that. Yeah. <laughs> most, most citizens of... Uh, mo mo something that almost every Sky citizen carries is a small token, which will basically activate the Featherfall spell if they get too far to the ground. So you can fall off, but... Yeah, but they have these magic... But also, they build things like fences <laughs> to stop people <laughs> well, yeah. falling off. Yeah. Um, yeah. People also generally don't just go, and look over the <laughs> side, because they know that they're thousands and thousands of feet in the mm. air. Um, yeah, the, the the people that are most at risk of falling off the Sky Cities are people that work the um, in the Electrum harvesting business, because they have to basically climb down these, these chains and mine away the ethereum crystals from these cages, and then they fill them up and they carry it back up. Yeah. Because um, just trying to move the cages is too dangerous. It can basically make all the ethereum crack and fall apart. So they basically send halflings and humans that climb down these cages and like get hammer and chisel out while they're descent, like literally hanging by a piece of rope, and like ting, 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 and then they carry it all back up. Yeah. Uh, and they're the, they're the most dangerous. But the halflings love it. It's fine. It's not racist, because halflings love it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. I have a great time. Wow. Um, so yeah, uh, so Vala kind of sits down and you can see that from a pack she kind of pulls out like a little water skin and she like pulls out like a little snack bar. Oh, we should like, have got snacks. Uh, no, I, I mean I have some... Like a little, little camp night. I have some boring little rations. Okay. I have some disgusting rations. Okay. Uh, Which we took from the, the wild elves, remember that? Oh yeah, no, they're probably long gone actually. You think so? Yeah, we bought new ones when we went out. Oh. Um, did I get one? Yes, you did. <laughs> I may have not been there. You were so, in a shop. You wanted to know more about why I went to the temple, right? Uh, yes, well, I mean, you I'm said the, Yusuf is not your mother. Yusuf. Yeah, so... Yes. Yeah, <laughs> she's, um, she was appointed to me as a guardian from, I guess, like, quite high up people in the Church of Siaska. 
I don't remember them much because I was really little, mm -hmm. but I remember being brought there. It's weird. I don't have really any memories of before I was maybe four or five. Um, okay. I just remember like dark and cold. And then I remember the first thing I remember is a bunch of people in robes, Siaskin robes, opening something and pulling me free. And hmm. then, uh, yeah, then they, they took me in. They looked after me. They fed me. They clothed me. Uh, they gave me my name. They told me my name was Valor. And they kept me in this temple. I think it was on this, one of the Sky Cities. I think it was there because I remember getting an airship and we went to various other cities. Um, but then I joined... Then, then I was put into... They call it the Abbey. And it's where they raise a lot of priests and priestesses. Um, there's normally a bunch of orphans there that they take in, that they train to be priests, but yeah, I just, I guess I was put in with all of them. And were you treated any differently than the other orphans? Yeah, kind of. Uh, I wasn't, I went to lessons with them, and uh, where we learned things like history, uh, learned to read and write, uh, maths, um, and then I had special classes for my magic, which was one-on-one. -on -one. There was an old, it was a high elf actually, like Lucius. Uh, he was quite old though. Um, and he taught me magic. I think he, he was a wizard. He had a book, but he could teach me a little bit about how to control the energy and, you know, the gestures and things you have to make. Okay. Um, but I wasn't... Semantics is the, uh, the that, term. That's the term. Mm. Um, but I wasn't, I wasn't allowed to really interact with the other students. They, they always were, like, like Yusuf, they were always so worried about me getting hurt or... Maybe hurting them, I don't know, but they, they didn't like me spending more time with them. And I know Yusef doesn't like the idea, doesn't like me sneaking off, and she doesn't like me hanging out with, with you guys. Right, uh, well, we'll keep it short then, just in case they get worried. That's um, fine. So, she worries too much anyway. She just, she's, I don't know what she's so worried about. I mean, we got through the Bitterwood fine, right? Like, that, that was scary, that was dangerous. I mean, that was probably the closest she's ever been to losing you, though. The crash could have gone very differently. Yeah. Any one of us could have, well, not come out of that so well. Yeah, those guys in the masks. I mean, if you guys hadn't been there, they probably would have, would have killed us straight away. Yes. It is interesting why they were there in the first place. Still haven't really got to the bottom of that, have we? Well, no one knows some about them. I figured that they were just pirates, right? They were just trying to steal the ship. They seem to have an agenda, though. They, they destroyed the ship. Mm. They also were from, what was it Nova said, the Court of Shadows? Or Court of Shadows, yes. Yeah, we heard about them in history. They used to, they worked with um, Starbane, right? The guy that killed Siaska and, and yes. tried to invade the world. That's right. Mm. All myth and legend, though. Yeah. Well, apparently, or it used to, it used to be anyway. Um, you said before, when you were younger, before you were five, it was cold and darkness. Do you ever get these emotions or feelings back any time you cast a spell? No. It's weird. When I cast a spell, I feel really strong. I feel like there's, there's more I could do. Like, my magic could be stronger, but I'm holding back. Okay. All right. Um, Let's give it a go. What? Let's cast a spell. Okay. Just a gentle one. Okay, like what? <laughs> okay. Well, let's start with the basics. So everyone learns Dancing Lights when you're in the uh, High Heaven Society of Gusthaven. Right. And it's, it's good because it has both 
vocab, somatic, and material components required. So that's all three. That's like the little lights you make, right? Uh, yes, four. I don't think I can do that one. You cannot? No. I, I didn't learn that one. So you're not, potentially not. Hmm. It's fascinating. What, what do you know? Well, I can, I can kind of move stuff with magic, so I can create like a little hand that Ooh, can move things. hand. Yes, yes. Very quaint. But... Uh, what did your hand look like? I can also do this other thing, which they told me I shouldn't really do, because it, it can hurt people, right? Right. Um, Most spells do. Yeah. Uh, hang on. And she kind of gets, climbs down the ladder, looks around to see if anybody's around. Are we looking and then, from down? And then you're looking down on her. And she kind of closes her eyes for a minute, and when she opens them, you see her, her purple eyes, like, pulse, like, with an energy. And seven spectral swords kind of appear around her spin and then flash away. Okay. Well, that <sighs> was something. Um, quite powerful. It's very powerful. Uh, come back up, you. And she climbs back up. <sighs> like, a lot of my spells, a lot of the magic I seem to have, like, seems to let me do stuff like that. Like, I can conjure swords, or I can... Um, Does it I can fire energy. Not really. That one's really easy. How the other ones, I, the other ones can be more tiring. How many can you do until you feel like you need to rest? Of that burst, I, I could do it until I, as long as as much as I needed. You have that as a cantrip? <laughs> I think that's what they call them. Yeah. Yes, cantrip is when you can do them at will without any material component, and it's innate to you. I think so. I can also. I mean, I've not really. The only time I've ever really used it is when I've been able to hold weapons and things. But I can also kind of make weapons get like a purple them. flame. You can enchant them. Kind of, yeah. Mm. Uh, like a purple flame that can then leap between different things. I think Nova can do it. Everything's purple with you. Well, yeah, that so seems much. to be my inherent color that all of my magic takes. Can Lucius, because I've got an inkling, but can uh -huh. I do an intelligence or arcane check to know? what this purple energy and that type of spell would be associated with a class. Why don't you make a roll, tell me what you think it is, and then I'll tell you if that, if you're 19 certain. plus two, 21. Okay. What do you think it is? I think it's a warlock. Okay. Shadow warlock. Okay, so you, what you know of warlocks, um, that you've heard of the stories of these people that make packs. So a warlock you know is somebody that, get, that borrows their power from another source. Yeah. Um, looking at Valor, the way that she's described her powers, you're pretty sure that's not it. You don't think she's a warlock. You think she is a sorcerer like you. You think that whatever magic she has is in her blood. This isn't like anything you've ever heard of. This isn't like any sorceress ability that you've ever heard of. Um, it sounds like she, yeah, you're not quite sure what her bloodline is, but it's definitely related to, to her herself. This isn't a pact. And you say that if we were to give you a magic item, you would uh, source that power from that, and then what does that know. do? I don't know. Does it render it? it it's not like I. I feel like, like when I when I grab Nova's sword, I mean I could tell that, like that's there's something about that sword. There's, I thought I heard a voice, that 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 seemed to cry out or scream or something scream. when I picked it up. Um, I think it just yelled no, and when it did, I, I panicked and and I felt its energy go into me, and I just I just dropped it, and then that's when the the, the explosion came out, and then when I picked it up again, it was fine. Hmm. Interesting. Maybe it seemed to repel you of some kind, or maybe I don't know. 
that, that maybe that that's birth. the first time that's ever really happened I've had it once before the only other time that it's ever happened before is um, my old my old teacher Master Taylor he once he had a wand um, he wanted to test if I could use it uh, and, and when I touched it I, held, I felt a similar thing This that didn't have a voice though it just seemed to it seemed like I drew some energy from it hmm. um, have you ever held a potion of healing I've held one before, yeah. We used to make them sometimes in the temple. I assume you don't absorb the power. No, that, that was... It has to be a magical... I think so. Well, do you have anything that you need to focus on when you're casting these spells? Maybe Lucius, you could... Maybe one of your focus you could give to her to try That's out? the thing is, I, I don't have anything like that. Why don't you just touch gem on my Fabrio? My gem hand. <laughs> oh, nothing. You can't sense its resonant power? I mean, it doesn't. I can't sense a resonance power. I can tell that it's it's a focus. It's something that you use to channel your power, mm. but I don't sense any power in it. Not like Nova's sword. Nova's sword. There's something in it. There's this, like a presence. Uh, well, Nova did say it's been speaking to her, which. Um, yes, it does line up, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, that was definitely a concern of mine. Sounds but, like an alien power. Uh, yeah. Well, it sounds really weird, but it felt old. It felt really old. Like whatever was in there was way older than me, way older than, than anything I know. Mm. Well, Nova described it as uh, several hundred different voices, sometimes hers, sometimes many different voices, sometimes just a different voice entirely. So Man. it's weird that you're able to hone in on just one of those. Yeah, I don't but know. Saying that, I was able to touch the matrix of uh, Century and the old, not, not Century's matrix, sorry. That would involve me going inside Sentry, which is... I don't think we should be hearing about this stuff. (laughs) You tear open the chest and then you have to get inside the matrix. Anyway, we got inside the blacksmithing matrix. Right. That old one, and I was able, I think, thank to my magical abilities, sense its visions in its past. It was a cacophony of sound and it was awful. Maybe it's just the way that we have magic as part of us rather than something external. I don't think it's anything wrong with you. That's good, at least. But I just think we need to uh, maybe define it a little more. But speak and to by now. defining it, you mean letting it come on adventures and testing my magic, right? Lucius? I look. Like Quill? She looks at you and you can see that like, she's got quite a bright face. You've only ever really seen Val looking quite quiet, but when she's kind of talking about coming on adventures, you can see her little eyes light up. We can speak she to looks Yusuf, up at you. right? I mean, field trip. We could speak to Yusuf, but we know what she's going to say. That's why you shouldn't speak to Yusuf. <coughs> no, we have to be responsible adults here, and at least say where you're going, she's so not, she's not worried sick. She won't let me go. I'll speak to her. You'll speak to her. Won't but you? you said she doesn't stifle your learning, at least in terms of your magic. No. Well, Lucius. nothing. She doesn't. It's by stifle. I mean. One of my spells is I conjure magic swords, Quill. She's not really keen on me practicing that one. Well, what if it was simply just an observational learning? I mean, Lucius clearly is similar enough, at least, to your magic power. Nova, you've got some sort of connection I'm there. Not here. And she's not there. Uh, I know, but Nova, and I point off to the village. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if you can convince her, sure, I just think that's going to be pretty hard. She's really protective. But I'd, I mean, I'd love it if I could come. Just 
I feel so trapped, constantly being just mothered and looked after. I just want to figure my own thing out, you know? I want to figure out what I'm meant to do. I I'm not a priest of Siaska. I'm not going to be. Sure, I, I respect her, I worship her, but I'm not, I don't want to be like Sister Yusuf. I want to be like, I want to find ancient places like you. There's something in the world calling to me and I just want to find it. How old are you? I'm 15. And 15 is a maturity age for, for humans? Just so you know, in a row, elves don't mature as the same, like, ancient, ancient, like, it's not typical D&D elves where they're like, they're like 500 years old. Um, elves are generally just a bit more long-lived, so they live to about 150. So, yeah, you would know. Roughly that, the same. Yeah, it's not far off. Well, she's old enough, isn't she? I mean, she to is. speak for herself. Make she her is, own decisions. <laughs> she is 13 years older than me. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, well, I'm... Immature. No, not 13, 11. Uh, 11 years older than me. Um, I mean, Aracocra, that's just how it'd be. So you're a baby. No, no, no. <laughs> you're a big bird baby. No, but, uh, <laughs> no, no, I'm just... I'm an Aracocra. We advance. It's okay, Very baby. Quick. It's okay, baby. No, no. She like pats baby face. Okay, little baby bird. This is adorable. Bella, she's just laughing. You're relying on me to convince her. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but then again, maybe I'm, I'm a good example. Promise, I won't tell anybody else about the baby bird thing. I, it's open knowledge. I'm an Aracocra. I'm not ashamed of this. <laughs> baby bird. Okay, th I am ashamed of that. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's go back. Um, thanks for talking to me about this, guys. Just I've not really had anybody to talk to before, so we can try to talk to Yusuf, but maybe it's best that you talk to her yourself. Okay. Have you tried that? No. I will. I tell you what, Valor. Once I get the message up to Daddy, uh, I'll take you on an airship. You can come visit Gusthaven. Yeah, that sounds great. There's plenty of books and libraries and sorcerers and whatnot. Sounds amazing. Very old elves that will know probably what you have. Sounds amazing, yeah. If we don't find out beforehand. Yeah, Excellent. okay. Great. Very good. Right. After you. Climbs back down. And yeah, you make your way back over to the Brazen Heart. Um, when you arrive, um, it's probably enough time that uh, Sentry, Nova and Arvel have all made their way back as well. Arvel wearing new clothes. Um, comes back in walking with his leg. Uh, when you enter, you see uh, Rosalina um, is behind the bar. Uh, <coughs> there's a few patrons in there. It's probably around like five, six o'clock. Um, and there's a few patrons just getting dinner. You can see that Rosalina, uh, so Rosalina, Yusef, and the half-elf girl are all serving dinner, basically, like going around serving out plates. Um, when you enter, Rosalina just looks up. My friends, welcome back. So glad to see you again. We've had fear for a little while that you had um, obviously been killed and you're adventurous, but I'm pleased to see you back. Nope, unscathed. Well, scathed, but pretty good. And I see you found my little errant worker for the day. Yes, we found her and we ushered her back to do some more cleaning. I think she might have been avoiding it somewhat. Vala just like shoves you. Thanks, baby bird. Vala! <laughs> uh, Rosalina looks at her, it's just like, Yes, I have plenty of jobs saved up for you from the day <coughs> that you are not here. You oh. can start by cleaning the rooms upstairs, Vala. Well, Rosalina, it's very late. Yes? It's very late. 
and she's very tired. Hmm. Maybe it's up to you. You're the boss. <laughs> Give me a persuasion check. Natural twenty. <laughs> it's up to you. <laughs> she looks at you. Val is like <laughs> very tired, but Fine. she will definitely do them tomorrow. Yes, very well. We will see. Go on, off you go. We're going on the wagon tomorrow. <laughs> oh. Uh, oh, but well, oh. that's a problem for tomorrow. Valor's already left. Yeah. <laughs> Valor is snuck off in the middle of this conversation. Okay, well, um, fine. Can we Arbol. see Central Century? Yeah, you see these over. guys. Like you, these guys enter like a few minutes after you or, Hello. or whatever. Hello, Hello, troop. Has yet got a name? <laughs> Going to get one though, aren't or we? Party or group? Oh, oh. No, you look sprightly. I am very well, thank you, Lucius, my boy. Thank you all once again. Uh, Strange to see you like this instead of like that. I mean, I was able to hobble at least before, but yes, it's good to have my leg back. Um, Fascinating. Miss Rosalina, I appreciate your hospitality and letting us stay in the barn all this time. Now that my leg's fixed, I'd love to, you know, help make it up for you. Is there anything I can be doing around here or help you out? Uh, she's just... Well, yes, uh, a nice strong dwarf like yourself, uh, if you could chop some firewood for us, that would be most kind. And he's like, I will do that immediately. And when I get back, I'll, I'll help out in whatever way I can. Mm. can take Bala's job. Sure, whatever. Just, Excellent. Well, I just want to make sure I, I pay back for the gangs. Okay. Um, yeah. um, well, let me come, come have table. And she clears the table and lays out like a nice kind of table cloth and starts pulling out like some drinks. What can I get you? What drinks would everyone like? Um, could we have a word, actually? Uh, of course, of course. What, yes. can, what can I help you with? Well, ever since we got back to the town and seems to have acquired uh, some money. A lot of people have heard that you managed to get money out of old Naville. Well, it was... Uh, that a... is no small feat. Perhaps more impressive than you coming back from the Kesim alive. That gnome does not like spending his money. Well, we may have potentially given him Something quite powerful, but it's fine. We need the money more. Um, money is money. A lot of people have been asking us for uh, help. Uh, <laughs> I am sure they have. Monetary help, that is. Mm. We had a plan of maybe somehow fixing that. Or more to the point, Lucius had a plan of how to fix that. Okay. It was a group effort. It wasn't just me. But yes, we're thinking of establishing maybe a charity fund here. Okay, and so... And I may have oh. mentioned your name. Ah. As the leader of the charity? Oh, thank you so much. Because everybody loves for you. For a wonderful new headache. So much. <laughs> I mean, um, you could probably hire somebody to do it for you, but it would be under your name. I mean, how much are we talking? That, is, that changes things quite greatly. I'm not sure. That's, uh, I don't have the money. We hadn't quite decided... We hadn't quite decided yet. I don't have the group fund. Oh. <laughs> well, you were about to say that you didn't have the money. <laughs> <laughs> Directly, otherwise you would have it all. Okay. And I've been told not to. Well, I mean, if you tell me how much, I, I will do my best to make sure it gets into those who actually need it. Not just, oh, somebody who wants to buy a new donkey or something like that. Uh, I can make sure they, they get what they need. How much do you think would be a good starter? I mean, in a town like this, it is difficult. Um, it depends, you know. Uh, something like, well, uh, each family, if I give them 20 gold, that would last them through the long night. It would help them, you know, make repairs to their homes that they normally would take them months. Let me put it this way. 
your average family, they perhaps earn five silver a week. Would 200 gold be enough? I think that that would be very good. I think that that would be a really nice amount that I would save. And if people have good uses for it, or if somebody has a big loss, you know, perhaps a farmer loses his crop because of something he can't control, that gives me a good pool to, to loan him some money, and, and I encourage them to try and repay the favor, help other people. You're good at business, right? You're I think so. I've, I've managed, um, well, more than just this tavern in my past. Let's put it that way. I managed a big successful business. Perhaps as a, as a method of replenishing the pot, so to mm-hmm. speak, you could also ask a favor of the people that you get a donation from. Yes, I think to... that um, I would ask Maximilian and um, some of the others in town if they would then generate. Generally, if somebody comes in and does something very generous like you are doing, other people will follow suit because they don't want to look, you know, like they're not a good guy. Mm. So, you know, if you give some money, Maximilian, maybe he gives some money, maybe Merrick, he gives some money, maybe other people in town give some money too. And we hope that maybe in the future, if other mercenaries come through, not that we're mercenaries, but if other groups of travelers come through, maybe they could be encouraged to sure. do it as well. I can ask. I will always ask. Say that we've set something up. Instead of individuals. Yes, that sounds, that sounds really nice. Um, if you are willing to do that, that would be great for this town. Do you yeah. think 200 gold is enough? I think so. I mean, if you're happy to take up the responsibility. It will be, uh, it will be some work, but um, it will be a good thing for the town. And I want to help the town. That's what's one of the reasons I came here. I've so. got an idea. Another one. I mean, I don't want to speak out of turn, but if we go to Gold Throne, there's mm-hmm. a lot of money there. What if we establish a secondary charity that could then feed, and then they, you know? Balance each other out. Yes, one can fund each other and then send. Uh, I mean, we could do it. patronage there could be facilitated here and whatnot. I'm sure there's some things here that could be useful for Honestly, golf, right? there are many towns like Rose Hall all over Sivona. Perhaps you maybe make your charity in Gold Throne one that helps smaller outlying towns, yes, uh, not just all, Rose Hall. They could all reach out. Yes. That'd be lovely, wouldn't it? That would be very... That would be great. That would help a lot. I mean, I'm lucky. I came to this town with a lot of gold and a lot of money, and I knew what to do with it. But a lot of people here, they have lived here their whole lives. All they know is farming or, you know... uh, But they also... They have to deal with lots of bad things. Monsters, uh, bad weather, wild elves. A lot of people out here can lose everything in click of fingers. Um, So something like this... This would be a great thing. I mean, what's the safety net currently for these people? Nothing. The generosity of their neighbors, really. Um, and how do we expect to refill this charity? Like I said, perhaps people pass by, or you know, we can do maybe events, host a bake sale, do like little clear out, sell old things. There are things that could be done for tourists, should we say, mm-hmm. that uh, don't really cost monetary value, just provide shelter and whatnot. And you know, if you've cleared out Chasm, if you think you've got all of monsters in Chasm, we could um, maybe set that up as some sort of historical site, get historian to come, pay money to explore it. There's some good we could dwarves. sell them supplies, that sort of thing. Yes. I'd be careful with that, though. We did clear it out, but we didn't exactly check to see if there was anything oh, else. Oh, okay. You might want okay. to send an adventuring trip. Well, I speak to Merrick and let him know. But yeah, maybe we can look at other things. A lot of visitors come to see the Rose uh, Lake, the Rosewater Lake, 
but with uh, the Rose Hall Palace, a lot of people think it is haunted and people don't like to go near it. They see strange lights, they hear strange noises. A lot of people avoid it. Mm, Sorry. Okay. The old ruin north of the city, uh, along the White Breeze River. Mm -hmm. um, you maybe saw it on way into town. Uh, it spans across the, the river itself. Two keeps connected by uh, like an archway. Um, it's an old elven palace. Uh, nobody really knows the history behind it. It was built long ago, but yeah, travelers on the road, they say they see strange lights in the windows. Uh, they hear strange moaning or screams. Um, Sounds spooky. People don't like to go near the lake anymore because of it. Mm, well, is that something that we could investigate? Yes, I love ghosts. <sighs> I, I mean, know. we don't know if it is ghost or monster or what, but people avoid it. I in mean, general. it couldn't be worse than the chasm. True, uh, but at the same time, I'd like to avoid it if possible. I mean, it does. You don't have to go there. It's. I'm just saying, it is a local spot. We're trying to earn a name people, for ourselves, so that we can if have. If you a want cool to earn name, then clearing out the rose hole probably a good idea. You haven't had anyone come up to you with a bulletin, have you? I had, I had a couple of people come by ask if I have bulletin board. I just told them to stick on wall, and she points to a wall uh, where there is now two pieces of paper. One which reads, need name for hero band, <coughs> giving us money, suggestions here. And then it's got like scrawled names. And then the other one is uh, <laughs> pigs... Four number sale. <laughs> Speak to Jim. <laughs> Everybody knows Jim. And another one is Lucius's face wanted. <laughs> Cows missing. <laughs> Not yet. Not uh, yet. They have no proof. It's only um, been a day since that happened. No it. <laughs> well, you're gonna get CSI Rosehall in a second. Like here, there's loads of cold by these. Cow bodies. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like they were killed by a snowman. <laughs> Case closed. Case closed. Yeah. Ace he cold. bloody's melted, isn't he? <laughs> it's only the one snowman, actually. <laughs> Perfect crime. Yeah. It melted away. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, in terms of names, uh, you have uh, the Dwalin Delvers. Nice. <laughs> I like that. Um, mm. A little bit um, clumsy. <laughs> clumsy. Uh, it's a little Mouthful. bit. Mouthful. I mean, once we get to Gold Throne, that's going to mean nothing. It's irrelevant. Yeah. 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 You need a global name. Um, okay. Um, An international brand. International the double brand. D's would be better, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> the double D's. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like how Ree's just like, yeah. <laughs> I'm down. Down with Blazing Squad. Down with Blazing Squad. Squad. The. <laughs> The rich, the rich folk. I'm trying to think of what dumb names these people would come up with. Uh, um, heard a hero in the band is just fine for now. <laughs> Unnamed hero band. Just makes me think of rock band or guitar hero. Mm. <laughs> one of them is uh, two women, one elf, a robot, and a bird. That's, that's their <laughs> name. Walk into a bar. I like that one. Um, I do like that one. Not many names. Okay. Well, hopefully. But there is a bulletin. He's fulfilled what you asked him. Been... Maybe by next week, the villagers of this village... The villagers can come up with some ...suggested names. some better ones on the bulletin of Reddit. <laughs> there you go. Nailed it. Or on Tweetor. Yeah. Hashtag roll on Sunday. Village people. Um, yep. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you're just left there. Um, 
But uh, we need to speak to Yusef. Do you want to... Are you going to give 200 gold to Rosalina? Okay, agreement 200? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, okay, mark off 200. Charity. This is not going to go sour. The good of like spilt milk. <laughs> um, <laughs> is there anything you do in the evening? So, like for the ne- in the next sort of like 30, 40 minutes, is there anything you guys do? Uh, I mean, I guess, are we getting Vala first before we talk to Yusuf? She, well, you said that she should talk to her. You said Vala should talk to Yusuf. So she said that she would go and talk to her. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. We'll leave that for now. Okay. And then wait until Yusuf storms through the door. <laughs> like, yes. what the fuck have you said? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like okay. an angry mother. About 45 minutes. You guys have probably eaten. You've probably had some food. Um, Chilling out. Yeah, and I think that... What's that? Uh, If you want rooms, by the way, for the night, um, you will have to pay for them again. Yeah. Take it out to charity. No, we need it. That's charity. You've given that as a (laughs) thing. We're So there's... You can just sleep on the floor, you said, can't you, Sentry? So you and Sentry have a single room. Nice. And then Nova and Ayla share a room, and then you have a single room. Mm -hmm. So that's 8, 16. Uh, That's 30 silver piece... That's 30 silver for all of you to have rooms. So that's 3 gold. Um, And then with food and stuff like that, it's going to be another, let's say, 1 gold. So, 4 gold. Or 2. No, that's total. 4 gold total. I'll I, pay, I pay one gold of that because I'm in my own room. Okay. From my fund. Can Ayla and I split? Sure. Like 50-50. But you I'll just never get for down and then you can ask Katie for it when she gets back. I'll pay for mine and mine. You pay for now. Ayla's like, yeah, you pay for it for now. I'll pay you back. Yeah, I'll trust that. I'll pay for mine and Quills. Okay. I'll so pay one for gold, it. two gold, one gold. And it was ten okay. silver for the food. No, no, that's included. Ten. It's just four gold total for food, <laughs> drinks, and okay. beds. Okay, okay, okay. How do you have so much money? Because I picked up the pre-sundering money. Oh, she doesn't yeah. spend it. I don't spend money. Yeah. Yeah, um, you guys are enjoying a lovely meal you when... You write down your loot, then. A, a figure enters the, the tavern, which causes a lot of people to look round and kind of look a little bit stunned. He's a large man, uh, very broad-shouldered, loose tunic, but quite a nice-looking tunic with a little mm-hmm. bit of trim, um, a ring on his finger, trimmed beard, dark hair kind of swept back, uh, and he comes in, smiling, and he looks around, and he, when he sees you, he's just like, Ah, oh, there you are. I was hoping that y'all would be in here this evening. Like, comes to the table and is like, let me introduce myself. My name is Brett Brookstone. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to come by and, um, well, I felt like I should come by and speak a little to y'all because I fear that you have been mistreated by some of my workers and that there have been some very vicious rumors about me that I wanted to personally come and dispel to you. Oh, um, well, I, I mean, we can't say that we haven't heard some things. I'm sure you have, my uh, friend. I'm sure you have. Unfortunately, there's a lot of people who are, well, a little a little jealous that my business has taken off. I, I am particularly well off uh, in this, terms of this town. Mm-hmm. And uh, some people don't appreciate that. They don't appreciate the fact that I've, me and my family have worked very hard for many long years. Well, funny you should say that because we recently came into a lot of money ourselves. Oh, and we've, we also have I've been here in the show. I had quite the adventure down yes. in, uh, in the chasm not for, for a day out of town. Yes. <laughs> what an exciting adventure. And we came across a magical item. We saw that. What I'm trying to say is we no longer have that money. <laughs> no. But what we did do with the money, excess money that we don't need for frivolous use is put it to Rosalina 
as a charity. And what better way to convert the populace to your good side and good nature is to maybe donate to the charity. Why, my sir, what a lovely idea. I reckon that... Now, how, you know what? I will put down 50 gold to this charity right now. We put down 200. Well, my sirs, aren't you the generous kind? I'm afraid that the 50 is all I can spare at this time. Oh, I am sorry, I, I spoke out of turn. I, I, the red... Yes, I forget that it's quite a... Penniless village. It is, it, we are not as well off as uh, four is that offensive? marvelous adventurers. Does like that anyone was offensive. else want to no. Can I? Can I just pick up Lucius and just huh? walk <laughs> like, very briskly walk away? Uh, <laughs> it's like mm mm. When he pulls out a small gold pouch, he thumbs through it. He's like, yeah. He's like, Rosalina, Rosalina, I will leave this here. Please contribute this fifty gold to this charity that these fine folks have begun. And she's like. That is very kind of you, Brett. Thank you so much. I will. I will do that. Thank you. Could I? Can I do an insight check sure. on her? On see, her? On her to see how she is actually acting around him. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, insight fourteen. Fourteen. <clears throat> you from that? The impression you get is uh, she's very clearly kind of feigning a sort of like polite. Oh, thank you. That's very kind. She's suspicious. Okay. She's she's quite suspicious, but she's just conducting business as usual. Everybody else is a little bit on edge with him around. Um, well, and the other thing I wanted, the other reason that I came by, uh, you don't have to speak up. I've been carried away. <laughs> <laughs> oh please! It's like by all means, no, no, bring your friend in. This is an invite. I wish to invite so all of no you. No time for playing. What I wanted was to invite all of y'all to dinner at my house uh, out, you know, my family. We would be delighted to have you as guests. You have done great things for the town. Mm. I am also, I I wish to help the town as best I can. Many of the town work for me. I try and offer employment. Um, My wife is a fantastic cook. I I hate for y'all to miss her cooking. My daughters and my sons would love to hear of your adventures in the chasm, telling your tales of daring. They would love to hear it. And I would be delighted to have you as guests in my home tomorrow evening, shall we say? Well, I mean, we can stay another day, surely. Yes. That, I'm so gracious to hear that. That sounds marvellous. Thank you so much. What about everybody else? What's their thoughts? Nova, Nova would be pretty oblivious, wouldn't she? If you think that's how she would play, what's her wisdom, like eight? Pretty oblivious. <laughs> mm. It's like kind of like yeah, like the, I mean, you can make an insight check if you want against this guy. Like if if you are suspicious of his intentions, you can make intent. You can make uh, insight checks. Oh. One. I mean, yeah, this. What a lovely man. <laughs> what a kind gesture. You know, obviously people are saying all these nasty things about him, and you can't ignore that. But he's he's being thoroughly polite and and. Showing no signs, his body language isn't aggressive, he's all smiles. Just, yeah, seems what to What be... a lovely man! I'd love to come over for dinner! Well, thank you, ma'am. Thank you so much. And who else would be there? Just your family? It would be me, my family, and yourselves. We would just like to delight in your company. Hmm. Well, if you have us, that's going to be lovely. Of course, I'd be delighted to. Uh, is there anything that I should tell my wife? Anything uh, about cooking for the evening? Uh, any problems with any dietary requirements? No I'm afraid no we've beef. never had a, a bird man in our village before. I'm not. I'm not sure if. Uh, is there a garden? Do you have a garden? Oh, we have. Uh, yes. Uh, you probably have some worms. <laughs> <laughs> we can source some worms. Would you like them marinated or stewed or? Just 
Fresh off the ground. Alive. Alrighty, <laughs> I will tell my wife that. <laughs> Sentry likes warm plates. Uh, yes, of course. Uh, do you eat, uh, Miss uh, uh, Sentry? That's correct, yeah. My, uh, you'd only need to make four plates of food. <laughs> four? Well, one, two, three, four. Oh, I see. I see five other people. If, if you are more than welcome to have food if, if you like, but I, we can leave you out if need be. But uh, yeah. we, we cook for more than more than our fair share anyway. There'll be there'll be plenty to spare, I'm sure. Do you have any dishes without beef? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, do you not eat beef, sir? Is it, Obviously, no. Coming I'm, on I'm a diet. <laughs> Is this? Oh, it's a diet. I was about to ask if it was an elven thing. I wasn't sure, but. Uh, no, we can. Uh, it's He's not keen on the stuff right now. Is chicken all right? That's fine. Yes. Chicken won't be you. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's fine. Different creatures. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, tomorrow night, shall we say, um, uh, just after dark, say six, seven, six or seven. Oh, we were planning on meeting with Daisa. You know, she was having trouble with money, wasn't she? Oh yeah, there were people threatening her earlier. Yes, I can't remember. Uh, what was it again? They said it was something about money? Mm, something about money. In, in debt to someone, I think. So we'll have to tend to that first. Oh, I well, believe, he, he just kind of... You see that there is a ever so slight twitch, but then the smile comes back. He's like, well, what a, that sounds awful. I, I would be shocked if somebody was um, trying to wrestle money out of poor Daisa. I know that she's... someone in the town is... No, they were workers from the mine. Nova's saying this completely innocently, by the way. Like, My, no sarcasm. Now, is that so? Well, I am going to have to speak to my workers that they are trying to hassle some good, hard-working folk in the town. What a terrible... Oh, now, you don't happen to have known their names now, miss. No. I, I didn't realize you owned the mines. It's fine, miss. It's fine. A man can't... You know, they are just, they are their own men. I can't control everything they do. Some of them have come from troubled backgrounds. I will speak to them and make them make it clear that we do not tolerate that sign of business in the Brookstone family. Thank you for letting me know. Okay. <laughs> what a lovely um, thing. Uh, You're right there, Rihanna. Would you yeah, like to do something? I, mean, <laughs> I kind of want to, like, Intimidate him just a little bit. Okay. Oh, flex. Uh, so. I want to flex. How so? Um, I would like to stand up and like just tower over now. him. Okay. Um, huge. Just huge. Near just be seven like, foot guy. Yeah. And just yeah. His eyes go a little bit wide, and he's a tall fellow. Like he's probably just—he's over six. He's probably six two himself. But you rise yeah, up. Yeah. Like I just don't him. trust him. Mm-hmm. Like um, he kind of takes a step back. Is there something wrong? I would hate for any ill will to come of this, but we will attend your dinner as you requested. Oh, well, there will be no ill will, my friend. I assure you, just a local businessman inviting some good folks to a good dinner. I promise you, no, no shenanigans for yourselves. I promise, I promise. He holds his hands up and it, it, it takes a definite defensive stance back, you know, clearly kind of imposed by your thing. Just give me an intimidate check, just... To see, uh, just for my own benefit. Eleven. Okay, okay. Yeah, he just holds his hands out and he's just like, I, I promise you I mean no ill intent. Just a, just a humble offer of, of hospitality. 
Mm. Some kind folks in town. I, I'm clearly overstaying my welcome. I've made my invitation clear. I will leave you to your evening. Thank you very much for your donation. We'll see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. And then he, and then he gives like a, good evening, Rosalina. Good evening, all. And then he heads out. What a lovely man. I'm really making waves in this town. Mm. Like well, really bringing people together. Did I just do a bad? Uh, well, I mean, um, not quite. It was what I was aiming towards. I just but, thought he was a really nice guy. He was inviting us for dinner. Uh, that was Brett Brookstone. Yes. That was the guy that um, Desa is in debt to. That's the guy that's controlling the workers who have been following us around. And also the guy that doesn't like wild elves. Well, at least his workers don't but like wild elves. Lots of people have been following us around in this village. Oh, no, no. They have been following us around. Asking for our money. Asking, well, no, 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 no. Those are totally innocent requests. These were following us around. Yes, I remember that group that looked at me funny a couple of days ago, before the chasm. Yes, they were a bit suspicious. I mean, I look at you funny. Yes, but you look at me in a kind of a, oh, way. And <laughs> they look at me in a, oh, I want to beat you up kind of way. Oh. Should I get a lot? Uh, yeah. He has this town in a, in a tight grip. Oh, An yeah, iron suppose. grip, if you will. You get yeah. it? Iron, iron. That was a good, yeah, good, that was a good joke. Iron so, Brookstone, bad. Not necessarily bad. He, for all intents and purposes, might be a good person. He just donated 50 gold, which, I mean, for a man with a successful, thriving business, could have definitely done more. But 50 gold to a charity, that's a pretty good thing. And also, he promised to keep his workers in check, maybe. So, you're saying that we should trust the people who've been following us around the village and asking us for money, but not trust the guy who's invited us for dinner and donated 50 gold to charity? I think those are two separate things. Mm. I think we're just talking about Brookstone at the moment. Mm. I just don't understand. <laughs> the people asking us for money are asking because they're poor. Something that Brookstone could have solved many years ago. Okay. And we're now invited to his house. Someone who apparently is chasing up debts with the town. If anything, he's bleeding the town rather than feeding it. So I should be suspicious tomorrow? I think you should go in as you. Okay. We'll do the rest. <laughs> yes. I yes. really am bad at reading people. Yeah, no, yeah. Planets, stars, some trees, I'm fine with. You can read people? You can read trees? Kind of. I'm trying. Like the emotions of trees? Yeah. They network, you know. So we'll go tomorrow. Um, this has been interesting. <laughs> but it's just fine. Just, it'll be fine. We'll just be cautious. Okay. And I mean, if something goes wrong... Can I mean, we have a code word? Sure. I think that's a good idea. Okay, and uh, what, if something goes wrong, if something... Yeah. Uh, and what could that be? Pineapple? What if they are serving pineapple? I don't think they would around here. But just in case, because I don't want to, you know, say, oh, what a lovely pineapple that is, if there's a pineapple around. <laughs> wow, nice pineapple. What is this conversation? <laughs> I just don't want the code word to be pineapple. I don't want anyone to just jump up and draw their swords and things. How about... I'm just complimenting someone on their pineapple. How about by <laughs> Hesper's beard? Does Hesper have a beard? I don't know, but that could be something. Uh, I mean, sometimes he does. Say that. By Hesper's beard, look at the time. We have to get out of stab, here. Stab, stab, stab. Stab, stab, stab. No, we're not going there to kill people. 
like the people who are like in the tavern can obviously hear this conversation and they just they just like there's like a shuffle as they all turn to their dinner and like oh, they're talking about killing people uh, eat food Rosalina will know about him right? Oh, of course I mean she was Rosalina yes hang on one second dear thank you do you think and she comes over and you can see that she was just previously speaking to um, a young man and a young woman who were like, in a quiet corner kind of having a quiet look talk to her. They look a bit flushed and a bit embarrassed um, and she comes toddling over, typical Rosalina happy, like, yes. Now, that man- now, did he cause you any trouble? No. Quite the opposite. Hmm. He invited us to dinner. Hmm. Oh, okay. Yes, any, any thoughts? Uh, Brookstone is a... Uh, very good at being charming and polite, and he only shows himself to do good things around the town. But everybody knows that his workers, and his sons in particular, can be quite the, the ruffians. Um, Does he know? They don't... Uh, it's, he claims not to, and normally if anybody raises uh, an issue with, uh, the, with the field marshal, or they raise it with Brett himself... He gives assurances to fix it, and normally the problems stop for some time. They always come back around again. Um, his workers continue hassling. Again, he, if you're asking me, I've met many men like Brett Brookstone before. He's a very controlling patriarch. He rules his family. Um, he wants the best for his family, for his blood. Doesn't really care about anybody else. And he will do everything to make it appear that he is a good man, but no. Nothing happens in his company without anyone, without him knowing. Do you... I'm worried. Why? You told him how much money we gave to Rosalina. Yes. Well, well, don't worry. I can handle myself. Trust me. Okay. <laughs> I would lived in a much more dangerous place than Rose Hall before well, all of this. Well, like you say, he protects his image, doesn't he, in the exactly. town. So stealing from a charity would be the worst thing for his image. If anything, I imagine that Bre- Brett will play up his donation uh, when speaking to other people in the town. Um, and besides, if he sends his boys around here, I have ways of dealing with them. Okay. I have spells to deal with them. Huh. Yeah. Knocking them out with some sleep spell and uh, leaving them in the pigsty is normally what I do. Right. Well, thank you, Rosalina. <laughs> I don't want to take up any more of your time. Oh, thank you. I, you will have to excuse me. I will be gone for about an hour. I have to help a young couple with some of my services. So I will be gone for an hour. If you need anything, just uh, the uh, girl is just outside the back. You can grab her if you need her. Okay? Thank you. Okay, thank you. thank you. And then she smiles and she goes over and she takes the young couple, one in each hand, and leads them upstairs. Adult services. Mm-hmm. Mm. 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 Not mm. that naive. Mm. No. Now, Sentry, a moment ago, I don't know if you recall, <laughs> but I am a little concerned, so I'm just saying this because I know that your time is short and whatnot. I don't want to bring it up, but I know the Matrix could be going a bit iffy, but do you remember picking me up and taking me away? I do. I don't think that's the custom that we do nowadays, so... Do you remember doing that? Did you have control? Had, Are you going... I had, I had full control. Don't worry. Don't worry. Okay. Oh, don't worry. I think it was more just... going back to the conversation we had about not telling people how much money we have. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Look, it's rule number three in the travel guide. And I get out a little pamphlet. Oh, so it is. Yeah, yeah. Right. Rule number three. That's underlined now. Money yeah. to yourself. That's quite a deep line you've... 
Mm. See, I've learned yeah. a lot being in your company. Ah, good. See, earlier, to uh, yeah. See, earlier today we had the crowds of people because mm. they knew how much money we had, and I don't. Wasn't want... that lovely? <sighs> well, I guess if it wasn't for that, we wouldn't have the charity, which is lovely and very nice. But also, mm. I want to make sure that we're safe, and by keeping how much money we have secret. Can you can you keep that secret? Then we can locked away. Thank you. Then we can all. I'll say we only have seven. Don't, don't you don't have to say anything no, just at don't all. Say anything. You don't have to say anything at all. You just don't worry. But what if they ask me? What do I? I can't lie. Tell them it's rude. Yeah. So it's rude, rude to ask. Rude yeah. To ask. You don't know. Yeah. What about the question? Where to? Ask them another question. Mm, ask a question back. How much do you have? What's your name? What's your What's your name? Why do you want to know? Yes. Oh. Um, mm. They're very intimidating things. I don't know. We'll try it out. Lucius, how much money do you have? What's your name? <laughs> <laughs> Why do you want to know? <laughs> that works. It's a good start, at least. And yeah. probably the first time anyone asked my name. <laughs> <laughs> so, is there anything you would like to do this evening or tomorrow that you want to do before you attend this dinner? Or do you even oh, want to attend the dinner? Did you just say that you wanted to? to ask Quill about the hammer. Oh yeah, sure. Now's the time to do it. Quill. I uh, have a question. Uh-huh. Remember when we were in the chasm? Um, yeah. <laughs> you found a hammer. Mm-hmm. The blacksmith's hammer. Yeah. Yeah. Can I borrow it for a second? I mean, I was thinking about giving it to, um, giving it to Data. You can give her the other stuff. It's just... <sighs> right, I bet it's a blacksmith's hammer. But she's a blacksmith. Here's the thing. It's magical, right? Yeah. I think I could use it. Well, do you need to heat any metal? I think I could use the magic in it. Have you been talking to Vala? No. Why? No reason. Actually, I've been meaning to talk to her because Tangong hasn't felt the same since I last saw her. The really? Hmm. Why is that? Just out of interest. He just feels different. He's not talking? No, she's talking. She? Mm, he, she, it, one, oh, okay. all, mm. many. Are you both at the table that we're at? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. This conversation's yeah, yeah. happening right in front of you. You remember Vala said that she touched Yangong and took its powers and it exploded? Oh, yeah. There's no secrets in this group. There's just no, no we shouldn't have secrets. <laughs> I suppose not, you're right. No, but I figured something had happened because Yangong uh, felt different yes. and you know, logically speaking, Valor was the last person to touch him. Now, it hasn't lost any power, just so it you know. Different. It felt different, but it didn't feel like it was weakened in mm. any way. Now, Valor says, and she'd probably speak to you about this because we told her to speak to you because you're very knowledgeable. Oh, thank you. That's quite all right. Anyway, I was saying that she's got innate powers, potentially sorcerer, but I can't quite pin what it is. And she felt like she could draw upon Tian Gong. Hmm. She, f- she heard a voice too saying no, or something like that. <laughs> very old, apparently, the voice. Very, very old. Fascinating. I need to talk to her more about this. Yes, and maybe you could help her figure out what she possesses. I'd be interested to see if she could draw more power from Tiangong, but here's a thing. I might be able to use the power in the hammer to power Tiangong. And then we can use that to help Vala. As long as she doesn't explode again. Yeah, we would have to do it away. You, from... you do controlled experiments, right? I yeah. try. Yes. That's what the goggles are for. 
and the rest of your body? No, I'm pretty resistant to most things. Okay, good to know. Um, the rest of us aren't, so we'll stay way clear of that. <laughs> so wait, you can give power to Tiango? I think so. And it speaks to you? Yes. And what does it say? Stuff. Just anything? Well, it doesn't really... It's more like the words are already there. Right. In my head. And you just feel it? Yeah. And when it asked you for the hammer, did it ask you for the hammer? It suggested that I could make some kind of link between the two. Okay. And I'd like to see. Wouldn't you like to see? I mean, it's... How did it ask for it? Did it, was it like, oh, that looks lovely, could I... It was in a vision. Could I have a nibble on that? And it said, power. And then there was a flash from the hammer and a flash from Tiangong. And how does it say power? Is it like, oh, power? Or was it like, power? I mean, Tiangong's never really been menacing. No? No. You trust it completely? Yes. I can't describe it. It's a feeling. It doesn't feel evil. It feels scared. Um, Lucius, you seem to have a lot of insight into these things with, you know, echoes and whatever else, and Vala could read some feelings from the sword. Why don't you try and touch it? Would you like me to touch your sword? <laughs> All that happens is I get a cacophony of visions and I probably fall backwards and dribble a bit. Well, I'm not going to affect your Tiangong Okay, anyway. give me a second. I get my notebook out and get my pen ready, my quill ready. And I'm like, okay. Controlled environment. Yes. Go ahead. Sentry, if I fall over, catch me. Middle of the town. Well, out. Controlled environment. Middle of the town. You just, <laughs> you just touch your finger against it. Gently. Okay. Do you do anything or are you just touching it? Just going to touch it like I did. Uh-huh. Echo. Yep. And what, do you try and focus or are you just going to try and I clear try your and, mind? I guess I will clear my mind. Okay. And focus on Tiangong. Okay. Give me a charisma saving throw. Seven plus five. Okay. Twelve. Twelve. So, you touch Tiangong, and you kind of, you can't just put a finger against it, you actually grip the handle, and you focus, and yeah, you begin to feel that there is, um, there's an old magic here. In fact, it feels less and less of magic and more like a, like a sentience. You begin to hear this kind of cacophony of voices, um, that just seems to speak various... You can't tell what they're saying, but there's all these different voices murmuring together. You see a vision of the dark above space, like an endless night sky filled of stars, and you get the sense of moving through them for a long time. And then you just hear the words... I think what it would say. Piss off. Piss off, ghost. <laughs> oh, it's gone. You hear this, um, you hear this strange kind of voice that takes more of a masculine form when it speaks to you. Chromat. And then the, the, the impression of it goes away. Yeah. Well... Did the voices, the cacophony voices, sound similar to the cacophony from the Matrix of the... No. They're not similar no. feelings. Sounded, it sounded like the voices you heard from Tiangong sounded like they were really far away. So it's not the same technology. It's no. Actually... Wow. What did you see? What did you hear? I saw above 
the sky as if I was a lot closer to the stars, but drifting through it. You were in space? Is that, yes. I've seen that. You have? Yes. And then I heard a voice, it's got a, a husky man voice. Interesting. And it said the word chromat. Hmm. It's very, very old. Much like Valor said, it felt really old. Hmm. Oh, sentience there, yeah. Chromat as in dragon porn or chromat as in you? I just said the word chromat. I don't think it said it at me. I just heard it. But you're a chromatic sorcerer, aren't you? Oh, yes. Yes, I suppose it was at me then. Hmm. Huh. Fascinating. <laughs> Who'd have thought? Wow. So my question is, before we wrap up the episode, are you going to lend and over the hammer? Because then that will determine the last thing we do before we cut. Um, sure. I'm guessing you want to make it your packed weapon. I don't know what I don't know. You know what, what the, you want to do? I, I okay. Don't, I don't know what the I okay. don't know what the thing was well, with you, the hammer. If you lend Nova the hammer, yeah, uh, sure. And you spend a short rest with it, mm -hmm. you will learn that yes, you can basically what Tiangong the pre the process of it is that you can morph t you can have Tiangong absorb the properties of the weapon of the magic weapon, mm. but that means it would take on all of its properties. Mm -hmm. So Tiangong, you kind of get this vision of in your head in that you can bond this hammer to Tiangong. Tiangong would shrink down to about dagger size. Um, so it would have, it would do the same damage as the hammer, it would have the same, but it would gain the magical bonus and the spells. But basically, the hammer would become your weapon, mm -hmm. but it would have the visual appearance of Tiangong, but as a short blade, like a dagger-sized yeah. version. So he would kind of like, the blade would go a bit wider, but it would become stalk and shot, uh, short and stocky, the, the yeah. cross guard would morph to look like a dagger, it would basically change its shape. And then could I change that every long rest? So it's like a... You basically, while it has the Gadwin's hammer absorbed, that's, it's, that's, it basically takes that form, and then you can change it to become a different magical weapon if you find another one, or you can have it revert back to its mundane form by, and then the hammer basically becomes another item. Hmm. Does it become mundane? The hammer doesn't become mundane. The hammer would vanish, basically. So Tiangong can absorb the, the magic item, become that magic item in everything and, but and appearance. And it can come back out again. And then it can, you can eject it. Okay. So it's basically a way of, you can use a different weapon, but still have it look like Tiangong, basically. And is the way, way that it works. And a short rest, long rest, or is it just like an action to just be like, uh, If you want to expose it, it's in the player's handbook. I think it takes like an hour yeah. to like, it's a ritual you have to perform. It's, in, it's under Pact of the Blade. So there's a um, short rest then, I guess. Short rest, yeah. length. It's basically yeah. the Pact of the Blade. It says, uh, I will read it out. You can transform one magic weapon into your packed weapon by performing a special ritual while you hold the weapon. You perform the ritual over the course of an hour, which can be done during a short rest. You can then dismiss the weapon, shunting it into an extra dimensional space, and it appears whenever you create the packed weapon after. So that's basically like you can make it disappear and reappear. But that's, that's Tiangong, not the, yeah. the hammer. Um, the, the only rule here is that rather than it looking like a hammer and making the hammer your packed weapon, Tiangong absorbs the hammer's abilities and changes its appearance. Okay. But it would become a D4 damage rather than its current form. Yeah. Because it has to keep the same hammer's damage type. Yeah. But you would gain all the other benefits of the, the hammer, including the plus one to hit and damage and the spells it can cast. But she doesn't know that before she touches the weapon, though. You spending an hour with it is you figuring out exactly what this process would be, and you know that it would change the way Tiangong looks, and it would take on the properties of this hammer, basically. Cool. Um, 
And that's it. And that's where we're going to end because it's 10-2 and we've got to finish up. Nice. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast. Also, thank you to everyone that has been trying out Brilliant.org and D&D Beyond, our two lovely sponsors. Make sure you check the episode description for more information about those. Also, if you're looking for more High Rollers, then make sure you check out the new mini-series we're doing with a brand new Dragon Heist module on twitch.tv forward slash highrollers and twitch.tv forward slash D&D. And if you miss an episode of that, you'll be able to catch up on our YouTube channel, High Rollers D&D, or the Dungeons & Dragons channel. We've got some very cool plans for that series, including ways for you guys to influence how it plays out, so make sure you watch that to find out some more. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Aroas. Uh, Next week, Mark and Trot are away for a nice spot of LARP, but we'll be back the week after for this meeting with the Brookstones. We'll see you then.